You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. All right, let's jump straight into our spoiler-free section of this radical review. Who would like to start? Uh, I'll start. Um, I didn't see this movie until about two years ago originally. Mm -hmm. And ironically, I'm still the one who saw it it sooner than first in this group. I did not know the first time I watched this what I was getting into. I just I always I knew it was a Keanu Reeves movie. I still mm-hmm. don't remember the other guy's name. Yeah, he's, uh, 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 I can pull that up. Yeah, I have it written but down. I I just thought okay, this is I know this is a stupid movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going into a stupid movie. I'm prepared for a stupid movie. Is it a stupid movie? Yes, it's a stupid movie. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun once you real once you get into the flow. Yeah. And you kind of start taking it for what it is, not what you kind of want it to be. Don't you mean the time stream? Yeah, <laughs> way. Yeah, you get into the. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think we it's. Get... A, I'm not gonna say it's a perfect movie. I enjoy it, but I enjoy it just because I like fun, stupid stuff sometimes. And it's just a fun movie. That's so I. Yeah, I just really like it. Yeah, um, I had expectations for this film going in, which is probably my flaw, I think, with it. <laughs> um, you know, you get Keanu Reeves, who we all know. Alex Winter, I think, did nothing but this as far as major roles. Right. Sorry. As far as major roles go. Um, and we get George Carlin, who uh, who's, who's a great comedian, as mm-hmm. Rufus. Um, but other than that, most of this cast is not people you would know anyway. Um this is a movie that totally screams eighties nostalgia. Oh yeah, um, agreed. It is. Uh, it's silly. If you like stupid funny, this is uh, probably perfect. It's right up your alley. Um, which is why we didn't see it because stupid funny was not really something our parents watched. True. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's worth a watch. I'll say for historical mm-hmm. significance. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, not, I, for uh, no, not for historical accuracy. Not for historical accuracy. No, let's not. We'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a fun little movie. Uh, is it going to be in your top ten? Probably not, uh, unless you just really love Keanu Reeves. And even then, it's not the Keanu Reeves you know now. Um, but they're doing a sequel whenever that comes out. So no, the Keanu Reeves we have now is the one that went to military academy. That's it. That's yeah. it. We have <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway, he still has long hair. Thoughts, Jacob? Remember, don't spoil it yet. I'm not. We'll let you <laughs> rant in a minute. <laughs> the history buff in my head was like, "Ouch, this is painful." Or the 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 uh, the the, uh, the the time travel nerd in me mm-hmm. is like, "Ow, why, <laughs> why, why all this?" And uh, like you said, be like, it's it's a fun film if you don't get yourself wrapped up in the all the mechanics of everything or the yeah. lack of mechanics. Sure. And, um, well, there's some mechanics, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am prepared to defend this movie. Okay. <laughs> Which right. is surprising, in all honesty. It's always good to have an advocate. Exactly. Case, so, um, <laughs> I don't know if there's much more we should say no. before jumping into the spoiler-filled section. Yeah. It's kind of one of those movies that some people are going to love, some people are going to hate. 
Um, but it is fun if you're yeah. willing to go into a movie and expect nothing from it. Uh, it's kind of an 80s classic, mm-hmm. for lack of a better uh, way of putting it, but it's more of the children of the 80s type mm-hmm. classic, not right. something most grown-ups in the 80s were all about. Um, so I think with that, we should jump straight into the spoiler-filled section. If you haven't seen this film... Uh, you probably might want to watch it ahead of time because we might just mm-hmm. tear it a new one or, you know, Somebody just spoil it, it for you anyway. Um, but if you like spoilers and are not concerned, uh, go ahead and dive in with us as we riff on this uh, 80s classic. Um, who wants to start talking about this film? I want Jacob to start. <laughs> that's, because, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling it's going to be... I have a feeling that's the best way to handle our discussion is to for me to defend against what he didn't it's like not about a, it. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> okay. All right. I see how this goes. It's. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I know. <laughs> I am allowing you to step into the phone booth and misdial. <laughs> <laughs> this is no Tartarus. I know that. The review that you are Tardis? trying to reach has been incorrectly mean, dialed. Please mean, try again and get on subject. Do you mean Tardis? Tardis. Tardis? Tartarus is where Cerberus <laughs> is keeping an eye on things. All right, let's Correct. get out. Let's, let's, either, either moving way. away from the Tardis. Um, let's uh, let's talk yeah. about the the predecessor, after Cesar, possessor, the, the Base, ins- inspired <laughs> by. Inspired by. Yeah, inspired by. Yeah, it's yeah, inspired a by the Tardis. Yes, but anyway, I'm sure. Um, uh, the phone booth. <laughs> oh, the. This this kind of movie that you literally want to turn your brain off watching. No, what what I this is my opinion in this film mm-hmm. okay. is the kind of movie you just turn your brain off and watch it and watch it for the the silliness and the goofiness and the the stupidity that arises from it. Only problem is I'm not the kind of person. <laughs> I've never been the kind of person. Are you me. saying you don't do well with satire? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I, okay, it's going to be really interesting with tomorrow. Look, I, <laughs> look, I will, I will, I will jump somewhere in the middle of this bandwagon. Uh, I think, I think there are a lot of things that bug me about this film, uh, and yet there are some fun things. Uh, I think I really enjoy some of the time travel mechanics in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Jacob, give me that face. It's fine. <laughs> I, I enjoy some of the time travel. I think it was okay. witty and interesting. We're talking about multi-layer time travel. Like we're yeah. talking about, we're seeing that when one person goes through time, it doesn't affect automatically that other person because they're not mm-hmm. yet going through time. So ergo, like like the scene where he's like, "Hey, tomorrow when we or after the thing when we do this, can you make sure to leave this item here?" Yeah, I think that is a fantastic mechanic. Yeah. That worked really, really well in the movie when they're sneaking around trying to get yeah. everybody out of prison. Um, it does make sense. It actually. does. In a it weird very sort much of does. Way. Is it is it the same mechanic as no. some of these others? No. Uh, you know, even even well, even the great Back to the Future has flawed time travel. Yes, I, I, I would agree with you. Talking about the way but this time, one has extreme flawed time travel. Let me defend the time travel. <laughs> okay. 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 You're so, up bat, my round friend. one fight. fight. <laughs> So the time travel in this movie is not your standard, you go back to the past and change something, you come back to the future. The whole world's different. That is not how time travel works in this movie. Nobody this is a, that. This is a, every time they go back to the past, they were intended to go back to the past. They were, it was intended that George Carlin would come back and give them the 
the the phone booth. That's proven because five seconds after George Carlin lands, they show back up in another phone booth, halfway filled with all the with uh, some of the historical people they've got. Not that you know that at the time, right? But they are in there because you can yeah. kind of see Socrates moving around in the back. Because this is also an extra dimensional t- exactly. <laughs> time apparently. traveling device. It's huge, apparently. Exactly. The thing is, this is what you call a non paradoxical. Time travel. Right. It is impossible to create a paradox. Everything is happening the way the time intended. Everything's happening the way time intended, even though it's all seems to be messed up. Now that does raise into the question: If everything is going intended, why did why did George Carlin know he had to come back to give them a hand? That's that is the question. It's because somebody has to, and apparently it was him before, so now he has to. It's I know that's a horrible reason. Mm But that's just how this style time travel works. Somebody has to come back to it, and apparently it was Rufus. That's his actual name, Rufus. Yes. Apparently it was Rufus, and uh, yeah. He had to come back so that they would have the, t- the phone booth, so that they could go back, find the princesses that right. they're going to uh, be in the band later on, right. find all these different... Uh, Historical figures, rip right. them from their proper place in time, yes. bring them forward, and return them later with no change to the timeline. Absolutely was, no butterfly apparently effect. Apparently, well, remember, we're, we're talking about different timelines, yes, all existing yes, at the I, I same time. So just because, remember in Avengers, okay, yeah. in Avengers Endgame, when they pulled yeah. someone out of a timeline, it didn't automatically destroy everything. Right. It just, they're separate timelines going at the well, same yeah, time. I, I, right, I and that. the timeline that we're watching is always the one where they're the most successful. Right. Yeah. There were consequences. I'm sure in alternate timelines, Napoleon never came back. And France, t- and France was just utterly destroyed and split into hundreds of little countries. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But this one, he came forward in time, fell in love with a water park named Waterloo, and tried to go back to Waterloo when he got back to France. And we all know what happened to Napoleon at Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> he uh, waited too long and because he wanted to make sure his troops didn't die, and then everybody showed up. I'm just saying he, di- he, f- he did not succeed in his fight at Waterloo. Well, that, that's what happened. But anyway, yeah, but anyway because it was muddy and they, the rain. You know, yeah. yeah. Anyway. History well, nerds. either way. Yeah. I'm that not pl- a history nerd. I just know, hey, no, he... Loved Waterloo in this movie. Maybe that's why he went to Waterloo in that movie. In, in that's, what they're, that's what they're that's, trying that's, to allude that's to. Part, that that's is the, the joke. That's, the, that's the joke. You know? yeah. my, 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 uh, my biggest problem with it is, okay, you bring all these historical figures out of their own timeline, expose mm-hmm. them to everything going on yes. in different timelines. I, like Socrates. What was it? Socrates? Socrates. Yeah, they call him Socrates. Yeah, Socrates they Socrates. went back and forth depending on the, the who was, yes. what they decided to do that yeah. time. The, the fact would be like you expose, I find it hilarious to call yeah, him Socrates. Yeah, I just find that kind of weird. You, you, you expose Socrates to all these modern ideas and somehow that does not change history. Well, again, or any of these characters, sure, nothing but, changes. But that's really what we're talking. Me, we're talking about a timeline in which the future is where they are. Yeah, their music is the influence for all that is great. So we're already we're, talking. And about, we're it's also, like we're also talking about a credibly large time loop. Yeah. yeah, it was. If it's a time loop that was intended to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, there, and it's the, not going to screw anything up there, because it already happened. There is several theories on time travel that yes. if someone is to time travel, it will yes. not affect time because time is already made. We can't, you can't reset the 
the time that already is made. Even if you send someone back, it's not going to change anything yeah. because they will not remember being taken forward in time. All sorts of things. There, there are any number of possible. Yeah, because because again, time travel is not. Or, yes, oh, I or, agree. Or it yeah. could be in time of the case of all these historical figures, yeah. they may not remember having gone to the future, but it is stuck in their subconscious. Sure. Some of these ideas. Maybe yeah. it influenced them. Maybe it didn't. Yeah. Some of the things we don't know. The only one they even joke about is the is Napoleon at Waterloo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... I, I think if... I, at least they didn't make the joke where they uh, got Abraham Lincoln out of the line going into the play. Yeah. I mean... True. Sure. And I, I think, much like you said... <clears throat> and, it's, and it's not like they told, or at least we don't see them having been told anything about their immediate lives for them to try and change. Right, because what could mo realistically, what could most of these people do to affect their real world based on what they learned in the modern world? There's very little things mm -hmm. that could influence them. Just because, I mean, you could say maybe Genghis Khan meeting and talking to Socrates and Abraham Lincoln could change his outlook on life, yeah, but right. how much could that influence... Well, and here's the other At this thing. Point, you know, all of the historical figures in this movie are not three-dimensional characters. Sure. They yeah. are car caricatures of Absolutely. the historical figures yeah. that we know. They are very two-dimensional, yeah. including Billy the Kid, who is probably the most three-dimensional of these two-dimensional historical yeah, figures. Yeah. Only because they picked him up first. I, I think and had I a think, couple scenes with just him and Socrates. I think yeah. much like you said, the biggest thing about this film is you kind of have to turn off that part of your brain. Yeah, mm -hmm. at least a little bit, and accept that this is not what we know generally, and these are just this is an approximation. You could even look at this as probably a drug infused dream. True. <laughs> I would say though, one of the things you do have to remember about this style of movie, right, is it's not meant to be taken serious. No. Yeah, satires are never meant to be taken seriously. Oh, yeah. And admittedly, if you didn't know it was a satire going in, which I don't think either one of y'all knew. No, no, I didn't. I, no. I will take that blame for not <laughs> let, telling y'all that it's, it was it's a satire. It's okay. It's my, not meant to be taken seriously at all. It is well, meant most, to be taken at face value. Look, there's, there's most, no deep message to look, this Look, most comedies other than like the this, stated one. It's, it's intended to be for fun. It, yeah. it looks like it's intended to be for fun. I forgive it on the concept of this was made during the 80s yeah. in some ways. Now, am I saying I'm going to rate this really high? No, because it's a silly oh, little... I'm not going to be rating this very high. No. I'm going to be rating it anywhere you do. where it needs to go. But, I mean, well, this is not but this a... amazing, super awesome... Look at, look at the amazing story. bit of... Sure. Look, this is not the Scorsese-level cinema Sure, yeah. This is just... Look at this fun movie. This Have was, fun with This it. was intended, as far as I can tell, yeah. to be a fun movie that mm -hmm. embraces the fun party rock and roll lifestyle oh, yeah. Yeah. and teaches a lesson that maybe there's more to history than most kids learn about in class, and maybe there are other ways to teach kids. Right. Also, the concept yeah. that if we actually paid attention to history, there's a lot more to it than we think. And I think yeah. what we're seeing is a couple of kids who don't care learning about history. Yeah. This is almost an after-school special with, yeah, a, I, I with a weird... With a yeah. weird you know, a little, little bit too much satire. This yeah. could have easily been a Saturday morning cartoon Absolutely. series. Yeah, Absolutely. If it was just created in a different way. Right. Yeah, which they, could, they, they didn't make a series I, out of it. And that doesn't surprise me because it was the 80s. Well, yeah, yeah they totally could have just made this a little less silly and a little more serious. Yeah. Like if they made all the historical characters more historical more and accurate. you got a little more information yeah. and instead of them taking them all back at one time, they just, he kept, they kept doing interviews with them or something for reports. That would totally scream... 
a Saturday morning special. Yeah. Uh, you know, right there with Reading Rainbow and all these other shows. Yeah. I think that uh, it is fun for what it is, though. It's a, it's a different thing. Right. And it's literally a let's get together and laugh a lot about right. these stupid kids and, and these corny adventures with these historical figures. And let's not forget, the best part of this movie is when they've brought all these characters forward to the mall. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they, gosh, and they're scene. let loose in the mall, mm-hmm. and they're essentially fish out of water. Right? Yeah. They're learning, pretty much learning everything about how the way the modern world works without Bill and Ted being there, screwing it up because they're trying to find Napoleon, who's off mm-hmm. at the at the water park. Yeah, but Beethoven at that point, I think that's his moment. You know, yeah, for Beethoven's sure. Beethoven had fun. the most fun, I think, out of all of them. Though Joan for of sure. Arc, yeah, I learning, do love Joan uh, of Arc. Learning too. aerobics was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, look, Joan of Arc can see the calisthenics. That's not something you taught back then. So yeah. no. there could be some application. She can see the advantage there. And of course, oh, yeah, I, I understand. And Beethoven, of course, is in love with all these newfangled pianos. He already knows how to play because he's a piano player himself. Right. Yeah. So he's all, all he did was, you know, just... No. Go from that forward, and then you got Genghis Khan getting lo- getting confused in the sports sports. Uh, and going well, all you know what though, I will tell you as a as a D and D nerd and someone who's a fan of medieval history and yeah. stuff, I will tell you that every time I come across a bat, I automatically go to club. Yeah. When I look at things like pads and helmets and stuff like that, and I having armor. having worn them too, mm-hmm. I think about this is decent armor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not quality for getting smashed by certain types of weapons, right. but it'll Minus knock a basic blow away. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, a, a bat is literally a really nice club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally. all it is. An aluminum bat is a light, fast club. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Mine is a, a skateboard. <laughs> well, the skateboard works like a mobile piece of shield, like a yeah, shield with much. wheels on it. Yeah, you know? pretty much. I mean, is it, would it be tactilely beneficial on the ground on rough terrain? No, no. Yeah. but in a street, you know, you can modern find an, zombie you can apocalypse. Find a way to do it, so. Zombie apocalypse yeah. in a mall or on the street. Sure. If you can't get a hold of a nut, if, if that's the only mode of transportation available to you, it's yeah, a good mode of transportation. I, if you know I, how I to agree use with it. you. And definitely, you know, there again, going back to the 80s, I'd ra- really, like, I'd rather skateboards have a, were really into the 80s. Yeah, that's I'd rather true. have a, a, a scooter, uh, like a Razor scooter or something like that. Sure, but, sure. Because there's not, you know, it's balance as much. But, but your hands are free with the skateboard. True, you could try and fight someone off with a sword if you needed or to. Or you could just club. Or the club. Yeah, you know. yeah. Baseball bat. I think but, yeah. yeah, I think I think the thing about this movie is it's not intended to be taken seriously much no, like yeah. No way, said. shape, or form. No. And I think if you look at it that way, it does give you some um it's definitely different. If you looked at this as a serious movie, which I doubt anybody did, I don't think Jacob came into this going, "This movie is supposed to be taken as a historical work." Yeah, of, no, you know, like historical yeah. fiction. No, I don't. I don't think that's what we're going for. We're talking about a silly '80s movie. It's mm-hmm. literally a silly '80s movie. We knew that. Yeah. Uh, but I get you don't like that kind of thing. That's fine. You don't no, have to I like don't. that kind of movie. Um, but I, I will say that I was not overly impressed with the film myself. A lot of that had to do with the bad history. You know, Beethoven's yes. death. For one, you know, uh, there are so many other things about it that get to me a little bit. I try to forgive it throughout the movie for and what Genghis it is. Kong. Yeah, and there's a little bit, little, little bit of stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did notice there was one uh, inconsistency when they were saying because when we first met Genghis Kong, it was 1202. The uh, far as I understand historically, Genghis Kong died 1221, far as I understand. But when I think it's like Bill. Yeah, when Ted introduces him at the uh, 
Oh, blah, blah, blah. At the presentation. Uh, presentation. At the presentation, he's like, oh, he's from 12, 1265, 1269. I was like, no. It's highly he's possible the, that there were some yeah. dates mixed yeah, that, up. Yeah, I understand there was and, an, there's errors. And honestly, if you had that presentation and they got a date slightly wrong and you saw the presentation they give, would you grade him anything less than an A? No. <laughs> there's no way you give him less than an A, especially considering the effort he put into that, yeah. considering the amount of effort he put into everything else. You give him an A for that. Especially there's no, when you compare it to all the other... Uh, presentations that we did get a chance to see. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, the, uh, minus the kidnapping and historical figures, they 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 the teacher they is the teacher. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. on The that. teacher Just, is assuming these are all actors. Yeah, these are all mm-hmm. people he's convinced to come in and play a part. Oh yeah, you, you have to assume that because there's no way he's assuming they're really those yeah, people. Yeah, I, I agree. You with know, you on that. but. As someone who's worked in education, one of the big things you look at when you grade a piece, especially when someone uh, has done horrible all year, mm-hmm. you look at how much effort they put into it. Yeah. Well, he obviously they obviously had to do a lot of work, and they obviously yeah. hired a lot of people, and, and they're interacting and discussing historical facts about each one yeah. of them as they're up yeah. there. And somehow did this in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, you're going. You know mm. what? That deserves. He's he's that yeah, that student is fighting for his mm-hmm. grade. Yeah, he deserves that pass. Now, in many cases, though, the only argument would be uh, if he, if the A plus wouldn't pass him, you wouldn't pass him because well, he didn't earn it. If it, but yeah. he did state if you make an A plus, you'll pass. Yeah. So yeah. Also, the the thought just came to me. Came to me. Sorry, came to me. The okay. So Ted was supposed to be shipped off to Alaska to military uh, school. Military, military school. school. He says at one point in the movie, be like, yeah, my my flight has already been. Book to be like I'm supposed to fly out in the morning. Yeah, yeah, because his father literally didn't think he'd be able to pass. Right, yeah. that's what he's saying. So the next morning after the presentation, yeah, he's supposed to go to military school. Yeah, but now, he passed, so his dad had to. We yeah. assume we assume we, we don't get really any further yeah. verification. Right. The last so, time so, we hear his dad talk is right before, right when they're going in, and he's accusing yeah. uh, Bill's father of being. Uh, a horrible influence on his yeah. son, which is being a horrible influence on Ted. Right. Yeah, and agreed. at this point, you're going to assume that the dad's going to reconsider. Yeah. Now, we haven't seen the sequel. so No, <laughs> y'all haven't. We I, haven't. I, I, we yes. haven't. So we could assume there is a chance in the sequel he starts in military school. I don't know. But yeah. we will get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get Keep there when we get there. It's okay. Thank We're going to Drew. assume that he stays because that was the whole point of the movie. Yeah. But either way, uh, we'll talk about that when yeah. we talk about the other movie. Right. Yes. We'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. I heard that enough editing this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Good memes. Other <laughs> other thoughts. Uh, this is the music is not great. Some of it's good, it's, I guess. It's eighties music, so some like, of the rock is serviceable. Yeah. Most of the techno that comes up from yeah. time to time, especially in the future. Oh, it's gosh. kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah. Let's mention the fashion of the future is horrible. And it's supposed to be based off their band. Right. Yeah, right. And you can kind of see some of the some of the inspiration. Sure. Yeah, but it still does not look like what I would assume. Anyway, it doesn't look exactly right to me. Yeah. Well, but apparently in the future, the, they have the really future bad looks taste. Super cheesy. <laughs> well, remember, we're talking about a band that doesn't know how to play yet. At this yeah. Point. So we have no idea what oh, they're going to sound like. Oh, they get better. It's like, that's, you know, Rufus is the last line. It's like, oh, they get better. <laughs> they do. I love George Carlin. but It is sad that we aren't going to get Rufus in Face the Music. That is very true. Because he's, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's very but true. But thankfully, uh, I w- this is not much of a spoiler. He doesn't do a whole lot in either movie. Sure. At that point, but he is the he's the guy who introduces us to everything. So. For sure. Yeah. Um, and you let these guys just let loose in this time machine. Well, remember, but these are the same. What they were going to do. They're the chosen ones, essentially, in this movie. Ironically, they are. It is their music that saves. Humanity, yeah. <laughs> so there brings, you go, and brings the world into complete total harmony and balance. <laughs> but remember, think about it. How many times do we see a lot of people, especially in their high school days, who yeah. are mm-hmm. crappy people who are not good at anything, oh, yeah. like, who evolve that. into this fantastic helper of? Or shoot, I used to work with a guy in, at a high school who, when he was in the high school, was a terror, like. My, uh, you know, he was in uh, Daniel's class, uh, our younger brother, yeah. and he was a horrible student. I, he worked with teachers who he had as teachers, and they hated him in school. But he's like now one of the great teachers. He's a fantastic teacher. People evolve, they change. Oh yeah, these I, I idiots. Agree with you there? These idiots are are not going to be dumb and dumber forever. Yeah, apparently. Hopefully. So at least that's the concept. <laughs> we will find out in, in the sequel. In the sequel. And, and the other one. In the other direction. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Drew. But yeah, uh, any other thoughts on this? Or what do y'all think, guys? Stuff to talk I about. I mean, it's it's just a fun movie, and I enjoy it for what it is, not for any. I don't take this movie very seriously. It's not. Don't get me wrong. It is not a masterpiece. No. It's a good fun movie. But that's all it is. It's really a fun movie. Honestly, this... I can, I can come up with some things I could talk about about it, like some of the, while well, revolutionary for the time, CG sure, that yeah. they mm-hmm. use in this movie. It None of it aged well at no. all. I will tell you from the beginning, this looked like a B-movie to me. Yes. Oh, yeah. It felt it like, felt, a it felt like a B-movie. Story-wise, feels like a B-movie. Uh, this Okay, now I'm, I'm going to say this, and apparently it was popular when it came out, but this is the type of film I would think, it was never a, it wasn't like a blockbuster film. Right. No. It was a good film, and it got a sequel, you know, and it started some careers, but this is the type of film I could imagine getting a true remake, not, oh, a, yeah. not a continuation. Continuation, like we're seeing, yeah. this was it had decent roots. The concept is still a good concept. It matches any time in history. Mm-hmm. Oh look, I'm these kids are failing, and their only chance is to make an A on the final project. Mm-hmm. And they go through history, and they find out how right. awesome history is. This would be an easy remake type sort of yeah. movie. And watching it, I was like, you know what? I, I would watch a modern version of this. Uh, with different actors, different music, mm-hmm. whatever, and it would be fine. Uh, the concept's solid. Yeah. Now, again, with it being as silly as it was, and again, not necessarily my cup of tea as far as the mm-hmm. the the whole thing went. Um, but you know, I, I I think it has it has promise, and I really hope that the 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 new one that's coming out is is good too. I, and we'll see the sequel later too. Yeah. yeah. Before then. Um, but yeah, yeah. As, it, as, as, a, as a friend of ours said, be like, yeah, just wait for the third one to come out. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I think at this point we ought to go ahead and jump into the, the review of this, okay. the yeah, star I agree. review. Uh, Jacob, I've heard tale of your uh, your rating. I want to see how it sounds. What are you what are you giving it? Well, after a much consideration with everything going on, I think it's just more a lot of my biases of. Um, Really stupid comedies because I've, I've I've never been a fan sure. of stupid comedies mm-hmm. and I view this as like a stupid comedy. Uh, it is kind of. That's yeah, okay. Is, you don't have to like it. Stupid comedy. You don't have to like the movie, and no, it has no, no, a no. ton of flaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with rating it horrible. So what is your rating? What's your rating? My rating. Um, 
I saw the number. Just say it. Yes, <laughs> one and a half. One and a half stars. Okay. One and a half stars. All right. And and why did you give it one and a half stars, Jake? This movie gave me a headache. I Literally, it gave me a headache when it came to the time travel shenanigans. The there was no consequences whatsoever for their actions whatsoever. And I'd be like, I understand it's a comedy, sure, but it's just there has to be some kind of ramification for what you do. And there was nothing. I'd be like, I don't. I, there again, I don't know if there's any ramifications from sure. the sequel. I have no idea. Be like, we'll we'll find out eventually in part two. Sure, you're you're totally basing this on right. one film. I get yeah, that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So, I, I will say there were some ramifications, including leaving all those historical figures let loose in the mall, and then of course all the historical figures got arrested. Oh. And they barely think, got them out. I think time. he means long term ramifications. Yeah, long term ramifications. Well, I, I I hear what you're you, saying. You're you saying say, it's just the time travel. The yeah, fact it's, that it's the, the fact that yes, it's the time they, travel they had time traveled and there it did not cause any rip in the time space continuum. Or any yes. trouble in the time space. Yes, continuum. without any sort of explanation of how yeah, exactly. it works. Right. You're exactly. talking about. It seems like a vague movie cop out. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I see what that, you're saying. I, that, I can see what you're saying. Yes. I can just say it did not affect me. I don't know. I I still I kind of approach this like I approach Doctor Who time travel. Mm-hmm. Not everything's. Uh, I'm going to screw this quote up, but uh, time is not in this in this show. Time is not a strict correlation from cause to effect. It's actually a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Yeah. You just it, time travel happens and you accept it. Yeah. So, it does not necessarily have to be ramifications from the time travel. Mm. So as Jacob would say, <laughs> sorry, you're fine. He's saying he doesn't like that they don't. It's kind of feels like so, a cop out for time travel. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like like the everything they do because mm-hmm. be like there's always consequences to everything we do. The actions we do, there's a positive and negative reaction. Sure. With these guys, be like literally go through time, take these people out of context, take them out of context, bring them into new context. Put them back in time, their own time, their own time frame, and then nothing changes. Be like the the actions they take in modern time are not be like there are no ramifications to what they did. Like broke the guys out of jail, they did all these things, and yet there's be like oh they got a, they get an A plus, and they're <laughs> they they still are forming a band. Sure, sure. And it's just, it was so mind numbingly aggravating. <laughs> so you're saying that the history and yes, issues there, exactly. Yeah. And there was there was just so much of it, just like. I can see that. I get what you're saying. Yes. Drew, would you like to go ahead on yours? I'm giving it three stars. Okay. Like I said, I don't have the time travel issues that Jacob has. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a fun movie. It's not great. It's not a masterpiece. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, This is kind of like a very low, poor budget historical version of Avengers Endgame where <laughs> you just have everybody coming together True. and time travel is involved True. and they are coming together for one reason even though prior to being kidnapped by these two boys they had nothing no reason to want to help them or anything Yeah, and it's not even really I will say this is a thing it's not even explained why every single one of these historical figures agrees to help them Yeah, that is never explained mm-hmm. but you're not. It's not supposed to be really looked at. I think that closely. Agreed. It's just a fun movie, and honestly, if it's a popcorn flick, if you had a bunch of friends over and you wanted to watch stupid movies, this is the one you'd throw in with with the rest of them. So yeah, I understand. For a stupid movie that's just meant to be to eat popcorn at and joke and laugh at your friends with, 
definitely a three star movie. Okay, Jim. I think this uh, this film was intended for teenagers. I mean, yeah, yeah obviously, it's most obviously for teenagers. Uh, viewing teenagers, it teenagers. at this point, I, I and as far away from when it came out, there are obviously a lot of issues with, technically with the film. Besides the fact of the giant plot holes, mm-hmm. besides the fact of all the issues where they don't explain how time functions, mm-hmm. the history issues, which are really, really bad. Yes. Um, uh, and that's my biggest, really, that would be my biggest concern, is the fact that the history in this doesn't make sense a lot of times. The characters are not at all accurate. No. But, you know, and I get what they're doing. It, imagining it as a kid, it probably wouldn't have bugged me as much. But again, it is literally just a silly movie. It feels like a B movie. It it got a sequel because it was popular enough back mm-hmm. then to make mm-hmm. money. And back then it didn't take much. Uh, <laughs> 80s movies are traditionally not as, not near as good as they are now because they're more refined back then. No, there are some fantastic 80s movies. Oh, yeah. I agree. I will say that. Um, but this was, this does what it is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you laugh. It didn't make me mm-hmm. laugh enough. I think uh, this doesn't have enough sig- uh, historical significance as far as film goes for me to give it, any more than two and a half stars, and that's okay. where I'm going to land at okay. two and a half. I will say, as someone who actually ha- just enjoyed this movie, y'all are thinking about this movie way too hard. <laughs> well, no, again, I, all I'm saying is, okay, I am—I literally went to school for history, right? So, and I uh, can understand why the way it approaches these historical figures, why that would bug you. And I'm but willing you- to suspend <laughs> my disbelief to an extent, right? I didn't laugh enough is my yeah. point. The biggest thing is this movie feels like a B, like a B movie. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be a B movie. Right, and a B movie doesn't deserve to be a really good score on I'm, this. I'm not saying it needs and a I, score. And I, I agree. I think your score is <laughs> I gave it half a star less yeah. than you. It's not I'm like, not complaining <laughs> about your score. I am just I, every movie I look at I'm going to evaluate. Yeah. I, am I saying yeah. that this like I will watch this movie again at some point. Yeah. I'm not saying it was bad. I gave this the same rating I gave Smokey and the Bandit. Spoiler alert sorry guys uh it's coming out later uh and i and, really and I, you, and I thought you thought about that one too hard and too. i really enjoy smoking the bandit and i will probably watch yeah. smoking and the bandit a thousand more times in my lifetime yeah, right uh just because i just because i do take that minute to think about it doesn't That's... mean it's gonna get crapped on anyway but yes but yes it is definitely a movie where you shouldn't think too hard during it yes um and that, that's the main thing is i'm sure that is true of the second one and i'm sure it's going to be true of the third one when it comes out is it's meant to be a stupid popcorn movie that you just lay back and just let it flow over you well and again i think Take going it into it after watching this one mm-hmm. will be different like i think if i like i had always heard this is a great movie yeah, mm-hmm. you're not getting that context of it's a great movie if you just so, shut everything down. So what you're saying is it's overhyped. Yeah, I think yeah, a little bit. That's, that's, a, that's the most fair thing I can say about it's this really movie. my. It's and this is something I see a lot with '80s movies that yeah. people loved as a kid. That's because um, those who were '80s kids, uh, they're nostalgic for they're it. They're super nostalgic for it, and they think that they had the best generation. And that is true. And they I also this is a '90s kid, and they also saw this when it was the epitome of right. the tech at the time. They didn't have a lot. I mean, I think Back to the Future looked better uh, as far as its special effects, and it was before it this. It probably had so some more true. money put into That's it. That's probably mm-hmm. true too. And it's both Spielberg and Zemeckis. So yeah, yeah, it's got an ILM. But for sure, I, and again, I'm not trying to say this I, is garbage. I would say I would say the special effects in this movie were done on a very low budget. So. They were. Sure. I don't think Jacob's even saying it's garbage. Yeah. I I think no. Jacob's saying it's not his cup of tea. That's no, I think it's not. all I'm and that is super fine. <laughs> B. 
better be. No. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is... I know a lot of this is going to get cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll rant. We're, we got time. No. <laughs> we got time. I've got you for 30 minutes. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. We're, hey, we're, we're at just 37. over. We're just over. You're fine. Uh, but no, I, I think it's a fine enough movie. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just not... Definitely not Jacob's cup of tea. No, I have issues with it, and but that's, if, and that's perfectly fine. This, uh, yeah, this is. I, I'm not asking you to look. at uh, This was not meant to be a masterpiece movie. Well, but I, I actually, that I take offense that y'all have rated it so low. Well, I think I think it's the, just supposed to be a dumb, stupid movie. Sure, oh, yeah. but I think because we're reviewing it is the reason we're evaluating it yeah. so yes. hard and thinking about it so hard. You're, if this had been like, everything. let's sit down and just watch this stupid movie, I wouldn't have taken the time to think that hard about it. So now you're saying I would have. I'm kidding. I am so kidding. It's okay. No, no, no. Yeah, anyway, sorry, being me, Bill. I probably would have. <laughs> oh well, you would have anyway. Sure. I yes, I would. <laughs> I've seen you talk. You, I've seen you complain about weird camera angles in a movie. It was intended to look that way. I, I still would roll my eyes at the historical figures and some of the things that went on. But anyway. I would probably go whatever. Anyway, so th- <laughs> this concludes our most excellent review yes. of Bill and Ted's. Excellent adventure. And remember, everyone, be excellent to each other and party Party on, on, dudes. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, You can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.